0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's a mad scramble to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs. We don't even know who's going to qualify, though. We'll talk about that, we'll talk about the field, and the Wyndham champions more on the Wire. Gaming Golf and SI Golf uh, Gaming Golf Podcast. Everyone, welcome back to Gaming Golf for the Wyndham Championships. I'm Jeff Erickson. and Scott Genstad from Rotowire and Jeff Ritter from Morning Read and SI Golf. Let's make sure we get those affiliations right for Jeff there, gentlemen. How are we doing today? How are we are excited uh, about this race? It's not it's not the race for the chase. It's the race for the FedEx playoff, FedEx Cup. Uh, and I know it just the the sports world is afire fire with that news. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Happy Webb Simpson Week, guys. Uh, Last last week we declared it Ricky Fowler Week. This it has to be Webb Simpson Week, right? Is it? I don't remember. I think it's for those who celebrate. Yes. Yeah, I believe he's named his daughter Wyndham after this event. (laughs) He is the all time money leader at the Wyndham. So, if you've named your child after the corporate sponsor of a PGA Tour event, get help. At least call get help immediately. I mean, geez. (laughs) Do they sponsor the birth too? I mean. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. The Wyndham is, it's an insurance company, right? So maybe there was, uh, you know, it's a hotel chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hotel. (laughs) Was it, was the birth delivered? Yeah. Was the delivery in the lobby? uh, Did they at least have like a continental breakfast afterwards? I don't know. A a lot of questions. Uh,
1: Too many, too many (laughs) questions.
2: All right. Let's move on from that awkward
1: intro. Um, (laughs) This tournament is not a loaded field there's some decent names at the top frankly i think last week's field at least especially the leaderboard might 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 have been better than this one what do you guys think
3: uh it's close i feel like the maybe the maybe the second tier is a little better this week but yeah mm-hmm. the top names are, are pretty uh pretty similar i think we just got lucky that we had three of the what four top four guys over ten thousand were in the mix late on the back nine on sunday so i think we just got for for an event that wasn't very loaded, we got a pretty good leaderboard on Sunday. Although Finau kind of made it not very interesting in the last hour or so.
1: Yeah, for the second week in a row, I had a uh, sweat for both one and done, and for DraftKings, and my guy fell four strokes behind Finau pretty quickly in the final round on Sunday. So your,
3: your DraftKings squad was really solid, though. You did uh, yeah. that was a, that was a re- that was some really good picking last
1: week. Six of six uh, with uh, Pendrith, uh, Cam Young uh, leading the way there. That worked out pretty well. Um, yeah, so uh, should. Yeah, we'll see. Let's talk a little Wyndham here this week. Um, so top of the board, uh got Will Zalatoris at 10-9. Webb Simpson, as we mentioned, 10-7, highest he's been all year. Shane Lowry, 10-6. Sunjay M at 10-5. Billy Horsell 10-3. Jeff Ritter horses for courses or recent form that's my that's what i oppose to you or do you like anybody in this group for that matter
2: yeah i don't i don't think i would go with Webb simpson here i mean that's a true horse for course price that you're paying for he's really not had that great of a season so um i, I might look to him as a straight ticket i think we'll get to the odds later and some of one it does but not that price for for daily fantasy i think siwoo kim is kind of interesting off this tier he's he's been playing well lately he's won at this uh, won this event before, a couple other top fives, um, and certainly Zalatoris. I mean, we've mentioned it multiple times. As you know, if you're going to put together a list of best players on tour without a tour win, it probably starts with with Will Z. Um, you know, and th- this is a kind of golf course. It's not particularly difficult. It's a par seventy, but still, you know, twenty some under par is probably going to win this thing. So you just look for guys that keep it in the fairway, hit a ton of greens. And can maybe get hot with a putter at the right time. So Salasaurus always comes down to is that putter hot enough? Um, but this sets up well. I don't know. I don't know. That I want to pay full price in daily fantasy. But if you haven't used him yet in a one and done, or you know, you look at the, the straight ticket odds elsewhere, I, I think he deserves to be the favorite. But I probably, I think Siwu for daily fantasy is maybe my favorite off this tier. If you, uh, uh, if, Sanjay, if, you if, if, Siwoo. if you like
3: Siwu over ten, you're really gonna like him because he's 8,800. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Yeah, I do like I do like si Kim at 8800. Yeah, sorry. Yes. under 9000, you're gonna love him there. I for lo- sure. I-, I totally misspoke. Uh, yeah, no, Sunjay. Sunjay M is interesting, but not as interesting. So, yeah, Siwoo si is my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite guys this entire week at 8800.
4: So I would say I would I'll,
2: I'll just leave it at Zalatoris maybe, but I'll probably just go down in the nines and eights. I'm a, I'm a little bit different build wise, I think,
3: than Jeff this week. I think this is a, sets up very much like last week. We did pretty well with the you know couple guys over nine five or so, and a bunch of names in the seven. There's a lot of guys in the sevens I like again this week, kind of how we built last week. Um, I built last week with Cam Young and Cantley, worked out really well. Although I had one guy miss the cut, so it kind of kept me from that top level, but still cashed well. Um, I do like that again this week. Starting off with Will Z. You look at this field in the top in the last couple of rounds. He's first in the whole field in tee to green, ball striking, and off the tee. Tenth in approach, just easily the best the best player in this field. You know, maybe Shane Lowry can jump in there a little bit, but I just think he's one. It's one of those weeks where he's not. He could be twelve thousand in this field, He could be eleven five under eleven thousand. Um, I love him. He was twentieth last week at the Rocket Mortgage, lost around the green and putting, so still hit it really well. Uh, two top fives, last five events, four top thirties. I think I'm just going to pay the price this week and, and pair him um, either with someone in the nines, a couple of guys in there I like, or or Lowry or Sungjae. I do like how well Sungjae hit it at 3M, um, gained 10.7 T to green. He had been struggling a little bit before that, but when Sungjae usually gets it going, he usually gets it going for a while. And then Lowry's just been great all season. We talked about uh, Will Z with all the number ones in this field. Uh, Lowry's number two in the field in T to green, ball striking, and approach. So they definitely stick out to me as the two best. But Will Z one, Lowry two, and I'm definitely going to pair them together in some builds also.
1: Yeah, uh, and Lowry, I mean, his only really bad outing was the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, I guess the Zurich classic, but uh, but he's still cashed there, too. But, yeah, he hasn't really had a, a, you know, aside from the U.S. Open, he went 72-72, wasn't even that bad, yeah. just barely missed the cut. I mean, you have to go back a long way before he, you know, since he didn't make a cut, let alone anything, you know you know, decent. And you have to go all the way back to the Houston Open. Uh, and that's in, that was in the fall season so yeah he, he's been f- superb
3: Bird, like- birdie, birdie Fest is probably not quite the perfect course we want for Lowry usually, usually it's uh, you know grind and tough courses but mm-hmm. um, I think he can make a ton of birdies out here too I just I think it uh, I think it's just very clear those are the top two guys in the field for
1: me yeah and I like to way Will Z played on Sunday yeah, uh, that exactly. was the third guy that you know I, I had him and I had Hayden Buckley they all they all had good Sundays uh, so uh, and Tom Kim of course too because I love Tom Kim uh, but we'll get to him in a second. All right. Uh, the $9,000 tier. Russell Henry's at 98. Corey Connors is 96. Tyrell Hatton, 94. Adam Scott, 92. Harold Varner, haven't mentioned his name in a while, 9,000. Uh, Scott, any, who do you like in this tier? Uh,
3: I really like a friend of the podcast, Corey Connors, this week. It's just a, yeah. this is a nice course for him. This is a course where driving accuracy is more important than driving distance. You know, We don't get a ton of courses like that on tour, but this is definitely uh, one of them. Uh, he hit it, uh, he, you know, he hit it pretty well at uh, the last two track events. He's played a lot of events recently where the, you know, we don't get all the shot tracking stuff, the U.S. Open, the British Open. But he finished 28th at the British Open, or Open Championship, whatever you want to call it. Uh, hit it really well at Canadian Memorial prior to that in June. So I just think he's, uh, the ball striking's back, and these course sets up really, really well for him. And then I also like Harold Varner. I mentioned we haven't talked about him in a while. 9000 is a little bit of a high price, but He's made nine of his last 10 cuts. He only missed the cut at the U.S. Open. You know, kind of one of those events that can be really tough for guys. Been really good um, on approach on the recent track events, track events to gained uh, gain it travelers, gained it, uh, gain it Canadian, gained at heritage. You look at the last 24 rounds, he's top 10 in this field in ball striking. Uh, tina Green and approach also. So I do like HV3 a lot. The price is high. Um, I'd go up to Connors if I had to pick one, but uh, HV3 would be my second guy here.
2: Yeah, Jonathan? I uh, really you can make a case for this whole tier, which is another reason maybe to just skip the ten thousands. I, I think Russell Henley, uh, you know, he's he's been hot and cold this year, but he's one of the guys. Uh, last year at this event, he was a Sunday leader and uh, ended up missing what turned out to be a six-man playoff by a shot or two, I believe. But uh, Henley flashes at courses like this where it's all about iron play and just hitting it straight and. Um, this is a good setup for him. And then the other guy, Terrell Hatton, same thing. He hasn't had his best season, but he was 11th at the open um, safely inside for the, the FedEx playoffs. But just, yeah, this feels like the kind of course where um, someone like Hatton fits his game. So between Scott and I, I believe that covers the 9,000s. And, and I love I mean, Corey Connors. As Scott said, he'd probably be my first pick off the entire tier. I, I also think Adam Scott you know, riding Sunday momentum uh the Rocket Mortgage. I think he saw it, shot a 65 in Detroit. So um, it hasn't been a bad banner season for Adam Scott. But you like the momentum and you like, you know, you like this type of setup for him too. So you can do a lot of damage, I think, in the 9000s, which is why, you know, maybe you go Will Z off the top. Maybe you go Lowry, but I, I think you could do a build here with two or three guys off this tier.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I mean, I think you could go 110, one nine. Like, and then really maybe skip the eights. We'll see, but I don't want to skip the eights. We'll talk about that in just a second. <laughs> uh, after I tell you what's in the eights, Denny McCarthy is at 89. Siwoo Kim, the aforementioned Siwoo Kim, uh, <laughs> at 88. Uh, Kevin Kisner, defending champ at 87. I know Jeff Ritter likes uh, Kevin Kisner. Uh, Tom Kim, you might you may look as Joo Hyung Kim, uh, in your uh, when you're doing the selection, but he's at 86. Taylor Pendrith 85, Christian Besswedenhut is at 8400, Brian Harman 83 and that lefty putter JT Poston is at 82, Aaron Wise at 81, Davis Riley and Justin Rose at 8000. Yeah, I don't want to skip this tier guys. Uh I, I like a lot of golfers here but I want
2: to hear from you. You you guys are the experts. So Jeff, you start off. Well, I've made my case for Siwoo. I stand behind it. I think I'm uh, <laughs> Kim also. Uh, You know, top 10, at at Detroit, nice pick, underpriced. And we found him last week. I think he's still a bit underpriced, uh, Mm -hmm. given that this field really isn't much stronger than what what he saw last week at the Rocket Mortgage. So I think that's a steal at 8,600. Taylor Pendrith, you know, it wasn't a great Sunday for him, but he got a a taste of, you know, being in contention at a PGA Tour event. So let's see. Uh, I still like that price, too. Three and, good events
1: in a row for him, though. Yeah. And, and at least he rallied to get his T second. You know, he could he didn't like, he didn't pull a Piercy, you know. He, right. He, you know, it could have been worse, but go, go ahead.
2: No, uh, Fino hit the gas. I mean, there's just, it's just like, yeah. how low can you go every single day out there? It's not, you don't even have to play poorly to get passed up. So, um, and then contractually obligated to mention Kisner, but I actually like the other guys off the tier more, but Kisner is the defending champ this week. So, and this this is obviously. His kind of track as well, so a lot to kick around in this tier. But I, I might start with the Kims, Siwoo and Tom, uh, as my two favorites off the 8,000s. Siwoo, Siwoo is so tough
3: because the course history here is insane. He has four top fives here in the last five years, not yeah. just top tens, top 20s. He has four top fives, and then he won in 2016. Uh, he was second last year, he was third in 2020. He has back to back top 15s too, so he's playing well. Last week was a lot at Rocket, was a lot of putting. He always scares me though. Like he's someone that could finish top 10 or miss the cut. He's just such a variable guy. Like When he's playing well, he's great. When he's not, he's really, really bad. He's one of those few guys that can finish top five or finish bottom five pretty easily. I feel like he's more of a betting card guy to me than a than a DraftKings guy just for that reason. So I'm I'm shifting to uh no one's surprised, Tom Kim. You guys have already mentioned him. Um, seven PGA events, five times top 26. He's trying to earn his card for next year too. This is a pretty big event for him. He's trying to get enough points to like, uh, to get his PGA tour cards. This is a, this is a big event. He's playing for a lot this week, hit it really well last week at rocket Uh, Gained 9.8 degree green, 6.3 in approach. I'm skipping this level for the most part, but uh, I will be playing some Tom Kim at 8,600. My other favorite in this range, uh, probably Aaron wise, 8,100. He's made seven of eight cuts. He finished 34th at the uh, open championship most recently, you look at this field, last twenty-four rounds. You look at ball striking. He's actually top ten across the board in tee to green, ball striking, and approach. So hitting it really well. I know we've talked about Aaron Wise a little bit in the past. I uh, usually get a cheaper price, but uh, so I'm going Tom Kim in this range, then Wise. But uh, as we mentioned before, with my builds, I'm probably skipping uh, most of the guys in this range.
1: Yeah, the thing about Aaron Wise is I just it's the Sundays. Uh, I worry about him sometimes on Sundays. Where the we you know where he'll tear it up over the uh, on the weekdays. Doesn't quite finish off, although the Mexico championship, he shot a 64 on Sunday. So I guess uh, my c- concerns can be ameliorated there. And he has won before on the tour, too. So it's not like he, he doesn't know how to finish. Uh, good, but uh, yeah. good
3: good, word right there. Thank you. Thank that you. was well done.
1: Thank you. Every once in a while, I, th- I, I break out a good one there. Uh, let, before we move on to the $7,000 tier, a quick note from our uh, Blue Wire sponsors. and we are back thanks for the blue wire network as always for hosting our podcast let's look at the seven thousand dollar tier uh starting at seventy nine hundred uh let's go the, uh, let's do the woodoo halves again so seventy nine hundred we got keith mitchell and mark hubbard seventy eight we got jason day scott sawings at the seventy seven hundred dollar level we got sebastian muñoz adam long at seventy six kevin streelman chris gotter up i think johnny vegas is out now uh, and then at the 7500, we got Brendan Todd, Adam Svensson, who was popular in a lot of circles last week, Alex Smalley, and Cameron Champ. They're all at 75. Scott Jenstad, who do you like here?
3: Uh, there's three guys I like in this range, and you know, I'm gonna be building a lot of lineups with guys in the sevens. My first is just red hot on fire right now, Scott Stallings. Uh, he's been yeah. finished top 10 his last three events, 10th at Rocket fourth of the Deer, eighth of the Travelers, and hitting the ball really well, too. It's not like a you know, freak occurrence we're just putting really well. His T-degree numbers, have he's gained heavily in all three of those events. Um, so I, I really like Stellan's Week, just kind of a recent form kind of play. Um, sets up really well here to, to be pretty good. I also kind of similar uh, recent form numbers. Adam Long at 7,700. Uh, last four events, four straight top 25s. At the price here, under 8,000, that will work. Doesn't have to win. A top 25 would be fantastic. Hit it really well at the 3M Open, last time he played, Gained 8.4 T to green and 6.6 at that event to finish 16th. And he was 13th at Deer. Hit it really well there, too. So, again, not like a, you know, freak putting uh, instance. It's hitting the ball really well. So, I do like Long this week. And then you mentioned Svensson, uh, popular. I do like him also. He's made eight of nine cuts. He had that one miscut cut where everybody had him at the 3M Open. So, maybe people are a little bit uh, – a little bit often, but 24th last week at Rocket. Again, hit it really well. Gained six and a half on approach and teed a green. Um, he just putted really bad this week. He probably would have been top 10 this week if he just kind of putted average. He lost uh, lost strokes around the green, lost uh, almost two strokes putting. So uh, Stallings, Long and Svensson, I think line up all really well. Recent form, playing well, course sets up well, uh, like all three guys this week.
2: Uh, Stallings for me was uh, to the point where I would build around him. Like for me, it was just an auto, wow. auto, absolute auto pick. Still can't believe he's priced that low uh, for all the reasons Scott mentioned. So uh, double asterisk next up. to his name now. All right. I, heard, I
1: was already on him. And then like, when, yeah. you, when you come out that strong, Jeff, it's like, okay, double. Yeah.
2: Asterisk. I, I don't even have, I have no one else in the in the 76 to 79 range for, for, I think Adam Long is interesting, but for me, it was just stallings and just keep building. All right. Who else? Anybody else there? I mean, I think I've, Adam Long is interesting. Again, Scott sort of touched on it. But I, I think for me, like I, I've tried to figure out a way to build with extra eights and nines, stay off the tens. And then I got a couple guys in the lower sevens. But um, I just like it's very rare, I think, that you just take a guy in the seven thousands and go in. And now, I, now I've got even more money to work with. So now I'm thinking I got two or three guys in the nines instead of, you know, you can just write, you know, uh, so it's, it's kind of fun to start this week in the middle or even middle bottom. Uh, well, and uh, now that, that's actually a good
1: like structure note that a lot of people, a lot of good players will find that first and then, cause you can, obviously the higher price you go, the more reasons you're going to find a like someone, but if you can find, find their low build arounds, that's great. Yeah. Now, maybe if you're doing multiple lineups, you don't have the same, especially as we get in the next level or two, uh, the same guys you keep repeating with there. But if you find that guy, I mean, that's huge. I mean, it, it feels, if you feel like you've got that, that lead on the field there, that could be great.
2: Yeah, so I think in the in the lower sevens, I don't know, Jeff, if you want to run those down sure. That. Let's do
1: it real quick here. It's it's lengthy, but let's do it. 74 hundreds, KH Lee won this year. Ches Reeby 74. CT Pan and Martin Martin Laird at 73s, Harris English, JJ Spawn, Taylor Moore, Nick Hardy, Callum Terran At 72, Aaron Rye, Matthew Neesmith, Patrick Rogers, Stuart Sink, Russell Knox, and Doug Gim at seventy one hundred. Joel Damon, Mackenzie Hughes, Grayson Sig, Steven Yeager, Lee Hodges, uh, Danny Willett, Tyler Duncan at the 7,000 level. We've got Andrew Putnam, David Lipsky, Patton Kazire, Ricky Fowler, Vince Whaley. There's a name from the past. Michael Thompson, you know, Austin Smotherman, and Matt Wallace. It is a copious list there, guys. Uh, Jeff, you're about to launch in. Who do you like?
2: It's a lot of, so this is interesting to me. It's, it's just a, a lot of guys bunched up in this spot are bunched up in the FedEx standings right around 125. So this mm-hmm. to me was kind of fun. Like I, that was just a list that I pulled up when I started looking at this. It's like, who's playing for their, for their professional life right now? And it's a lot of these guys, Smotherman, Nick Hardy, Ricky Fowler, uh, Callum Terran, who I think was the first guy I flagged because he just keeps popping up in top 25s of tournaments lately. Uh, he was my favorite. You're just looking for someone with momentum who, who enters feeling good about themselves. But I like this tier. I, I like the, uh, you know, it's all on the line, you know, something, something big to play for besides, yeah. you know, Webb Simpson, I guess, is playing to honor his child for whom he's, he's named <laughs> after. But other than that, the stakes are no higher. Uh, although maybe, maybe Siwoo Kim has like a goldfish or something named Wyndham. I mean, his, his, his also tournament history is strong, but this is like your job is on the line in this tier. Smotherman is there. Nick Hardy's there. Um, I would look for a couple guys here that are playing well. Tarim jumped out. I think Matt Neesmith is interesting too. Um, but you can make a case if, if you like the storyline and you like having a guy who's just, you know, fully motivated for this week, this is your tier.
3: It's a, it's a fun tier. There are two guys that really stuck out to me that I'll be playing in a, a bunch. The first is, is Calum, Calum Taron, who, uh, who Jeff mentioned. Um, like you said, I mean, we got the last four events, three times in the top 20. I mean, this price, 7,300, that is really good. Uh, he was 20th last week at the at the Rocket after the 7th of the 3M. Uh, he, gained, uh, he gained really well at uh, 3M, gained pretty well in the Rocket mortgage, so he's hitting the ball well. Um, I don't know, just kind of at the price, just riding the hot streak. The other guy I like here is is kind of similar to that. Someone who was kind of hyped up early in the season and struggled is uh, is Taylor Moore. Uh, he's uh, he was six last week at Rockets. He's got three straight top twenty five. So he's kind of finally putting it together. He had a lot of talent. People really loved him coming off the Corn Ferry. Um, he gained nine point three tee to green, six point four approach last week. Uh, played well at Barbasol. Played well at John Deere. At seventy three hundred, I'm just kind of writing recent form with someone who who was skilled. Kind of hit a bunch of missed cuts in a row in the middle of the season. Has, finally, has, has found it recently. I really like that. Um, coming in late in the year. Um, so I, I like Taryn. I like Moore. My third would be probably Shez Revy. Just kind of a good course fit. He won at Barracuda. This is a course where, you know, he's really, really accurate off the tee. I think among the elites in accuracy. Doesn't hit it a long ways. You don't need that here. Um, but Taylor Moore, Taryn and Moore, my two favorite. And, and Revy kind of
1: a distant third. Moving on to the six thousand dollar tier, uh, any super cheapies that you like this week?
2: I thought uh, I think Scott mentioned him first. Hayden Buckley, uh, rookie from a, you uh, mentioned yeah. him last week or a couple weeks ago. Scott, big day
1: on Sunday uh, yeah. last
2: week in Detroit. Yep. Yeah, I like that. When you're just looking for a reason down at this price, I I like guys who come off their last event feeling good, and so Buckley. Fits that bill after the Rocket Mortgage. So he was my favorite out of, out of the 6,000s.
3: Yeah, two guys down here for me. Uh, uh, surprisingly, no shock. Buckley was the first one. Um, you know, we're talking this range. You just want to make the cut. He's got two straight. Uh, he was 24th and 26th last two weeks. Hit the ball well. The approach game was just okay last week, but gained really well tee to green. Gained well off the of tee. As uh, Jeff Erickson mentioned, played really well on Sunday, which you always like to see. Uh, you look at the last 24 rounds in this field. He's fifth off the tee. He's 14th in ball straight, and he's 25th to green. So, you know, among the better numbers for the guys down here. My other guy is someone that hurt me last week. I was 5 of 6 last week with some three guys in the top 10. Uh, Michael Glickich, uh played really badly on Thursday and then shot 66 on Friday. So uh, I like the fact that he bounced back. He's uh, He had three straight top 21s prior to missing the cut last week. Um, I just like the fact he shot 66 on Friday. I like the fact that it was just one bad round that he answered. He's hitting the ball pretty well 6,800. I think his recent form is enough for me to play him, although I probably like Buckley a little bit more. But uh, I'm going to go back to Gligich and not try and be be scarred by last week. uh, Him hurting me.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I share like the uh, bounce back after one bad round. You can write it off as just a bad round. It happens, especially to the lesser established pros. Let's shuffle on over to the SI Sportsbook. Take a look at uh, some of the, uh, the 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 betting sheets, Jeff. This is your this is your turf. I always go to you first for uh, looking at some of the odds that you like. Who's on your betting sheet this week?
2: All right. So um, once again, I like, I'm going to skip anybody twenty to one or less. Although right. um, I I think Zalatoris has a great shot to win this week. Uh, I think Kisner thirty three to one as the defending champ is interesting. I think Tom Kim at thirty three to one is very uh very tempting yeah i like hatton still at 35 to 1 and then just a little you just got to put webb simpson on the card somewhere i don't think he's usable in daily fantasy but for a top five at four and a half to one uh i'll go with that that's my card I'm going to kind of play the betting this week
3: a little bit similar to how I'm playing DraftKings. I'm going to go a couple guys in the top seven who I really think have a good chance to win, then drop way down for some some other bets. I'm going to go Will Z at 18 to 1. I was a little surprised he's the third favorite this week on the SA Sportsbook. Sung J is the favorite, Shane Lowry second. I'm shocked that Will Z is not like 13 to 1 in this event, 12 to 1. I think 18 to 1 is actually a pretty good price for him for this field. Uh, I like Corey Connors at 25 to 1 a lot. Give be me betting that. And then I'm going to drop way down. Uh, we talked about DraftKings, talked about Scott Stallings uh, playing well enough that I think it's 50 to one. I'm going to bet him and Adam Spencer at 60 to one. I like that price. And then a couple of late darts, a couple bucks, a couple of top tens. Uh, Taylor Morrill, 100 to one. Hayden Buckley, 125 to one. I think they, In this field, they can make a run at the leaderboard. Um, I like them uh, just a couple bucks for a win and, uh, and, and bet the top ten also.
1: All right. And as always, we finish with one and done. Uh, gentlemen, who do you got this week?
2: Go ahead, Scott. I'm, I'm still contemplating. I'm so I would, go,
3: uh, if you have Will Z available, I would take him right now. I think he's going to win the tournament this week. I've actually used him. I've used Connor. So I'm going to drop down and I'm actually to go with our boy Tom Kim this week. I think I have him available playing really good golf, uh, 33 to one. Uh, I thought about Sung Jae, but I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go uh, Tom Kim this week in my, in my one and done.
1: Yeah. That was, he had that nice rally, that awesome round on Sunday. So that, uh, even though I didn't have
2: Fino, I did at least have a top 10 guy when I did that here. Jeff, how about you? Tom Kim's a great pick. I was I was down to him or Webb Simpson, who I have not used. I don't know why you would have used him, but I'll go ahead and use Webb. I, I don't know. Is is he is he gonna be owned in 50% of this league this week? That's what, the only thing I'm trying to think is I gotta make up ground to even make a ripple in this league at this point.
3: It's great. His last five times here, seventh, third, second, second, third. Like it's, it's, a, it's an
2: unbelievable run. Uh, well, Someone has to take, I'll take him. I'll take Webb Simpson. I'm locking it in. Uh, All right. The, for the Simpson family.
1: Uh, Jeff, who you got? So I locked it in yesterday. I used Tom Kim last week. I've used Will Z. I'm using Aaron Wise. And then right. I'm backing him up with Shane Lowry as my alternate pick. Um, wow. You
3: still have Lowry available.
1: Yeah. So Maybe mm-hmm. I, I, I'm too much. I, maybe I should do the other way around. We'll see. I might do that. It's possible, but kind may, of likewise uh, this week. I like depends. the cut of his jib.
3: Yeah, it depends what names you have available. But Lowry might be a really good pick these next couple of weeks in the playoff too. That's a, that's a nice guy to have out there live.
1: Absolutely, uh, you know, for my big heroic run in this, uh there's uh, one and you, done. Pool, if you pick
3: four straight winners in a row, who knows what happens?
1: Yeah, I might I might climb all the way to fifth or something. I don't know, but because uh, <laughs> everybody else will probably be on one of those guys too. Um, so any other part of us before we sign off, Jeff, you first.
2: I think the game within the game is, is who makes the playoffs. Um, we, we mentioned Ricky Fowler last week, maybe having more at stake than, than some, I still think Ricky's going to find his way into the FedEx and remain a U.S. based golfer uh, going forward, despite the rumors swirling, swirling around. But uh, I, uh,
3: I, I sure hope you're right. He played so badly last week at rocket. Yes, I just, I, his game's bad. I, he's my he's my favorite player, uh, you know, in the non-Tiger field, and um, it's been disappointing. I'm waiting for like that flash at some point. It just hasn't been coming, but I hope you're right. I'd love to see him in the playoff. I'd love to see him have a good week, but I just it's hard. It's hard to see it.
1: Does, true or false? Do we see a slew of people going over to live in the next four
2: weeks? I think true, but it's going to be in four weeks. It's going. I think it's going to just all kind of um, happen once the FedEx playoffs are. I suppose it's possible. A few guys jump over as they're eliminated from the FedEx, but I, I think, yeah. I think the Monday after the Tour Championship might resemble one of those like NFL season Mondays, where like okay. you just kind of say goodbye to some <laughs> some guys all at all at once. I, I suspect, I don't know, but I just I feel like that's where this may be going.
1: It sounds like with the amount of money they're throwing around, I mean, we're talking. Uh,
3: yeah, probably true, but I just. I don't know. Their events still look still kind of suck to me. I just I'm not not interested at all yet. Maybe some other big names going over would do it, but um, I find myself watching their events zero so far still.
1: I haven't watched a second of it yet, Uh, in part because there's no TV deal and I'm not that motivated to get online, uh, especially when there's 17 other sporting events going on.
3: And like DJ was complaining that like it was too loud for him to putt. And it's like the whole thing just seems like kind of a circus. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me so far. I'm always uh, always open-minded and pay attention. But I, I don't like 54 holes. I don't like shotgun start. It's weird when the leaders aren't coming down 18
2: at the end. I just, you know, not working for me so far. There you I'd go. Like to, you guys should watch next time. To, I'd like to hear what you think when you do see it. Because it is different and it feels Sometimes it feels like you're watching like the match, like one of those like yeah. Nich- Nicholson Tiger things, but there are elements that are interesting. Are g- able- our guys, are our guys mic'd up like the match? No, but okay. they have more mics around the course. So it picks okay. up a lot. Um, they have mics in the golf hall, So you, you just, you get some extra things that, um, so you can you can you can hear people from Twitter yelling at uh, yelling at Phil during his vaccine. Uh, well, and, the, and there haven't there haven't been big crowds either. So you just can like no the crowd. Get, I, I saw the
3: crowd. Uh, the crowd when whenever whoever it was when Spencer or Stenson won last week, uh, it seemed uh, seemed pretty meager considering they were giving away tickets.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard too. Of course, this is never supposed to turn a profit in year one either, so we'll see. Uh, It's just supposed to disrupt the PGA Tour, and it has done that.
3: Certainly, certainly, if that's their goal, it certainly
1: has done that. Mission accomplished. All right, that'll be our uh, note next week. Playoffs. Playoffs. We're going to talk playoffs next week. So thanks for tuning in to Gaming Golf for the Wyndham Championships, and uh, good luck in your lineups this week. Take care.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?